Welcome to the Dietitian Boss Podcast. I'm Libby Rothschild, creator of Dietitian Boss. After almost four years of sitting in my dimly lit, windowless clinical office, I had enough. I wanted to feel like my work mattered, so I did something about it. I created a program that empowers dietitians and nutritionists to create their own private practice from scratch and emboldens already established practitioners to think bigger. My method provides a step-by-step process to improve how you market yourself on social media so your presence can become far more profitable and help more people. to be here today with Yah, Dietitian Boss Podcast co-host and Dietitian Boss Method instructor. She holds a BS in communication from Northwestern University, is a certified personal trainer, as well as a nutrition and dietetics certificate candidate. She hopes to be sitting in for the RD exam in late 2022. She has spent the last 10 years as a wellness entrepreneur in various roles, in-home personal trainer, a group fitness instructor, resting metabolic rate practitioner, body fat testing practitioner, and wellness coach at a therapeutic wellness facility. When Yacht isn't cheering on dietitian bosses on coaching calls, conducting body fat testing at her Elite Body Data Chicago office on a coaching call with her own clients or studying to become a dietitian, you can find her spending a great deal of time hanging out with her 120 plus pound dogs and family. Welcome to today's episode, Yacht. Thank you. Excited to talk about this awesome subject today. Oh, happy to have you. It's always a pleasure to chat and we're just grateful that the clients get to enjoy your energy in the program and on social media. So just just a complete joy to be able to chat. So today I thought we would talk about something recent in the company that you've been a big part of and that's creating a company culture. And so what that means is uh, really finding a way to unify how Dietitian Boss as a company like what's a common thread among how we live out and breathe together as a team. You know, we live in different states and different countries and we have different skill sets and different viewpoints. And so what kind of brings us together so that we can create that foundation to support the mission and vision of the company. And one way of creating company culture is to define the values of which your company operates. And so something I initially did was I threw together some ideas on the website And I think I asked, maybe Mike or you, I can't remember, it might have been a casual conversation. And then I realized that that was not something that was very inclusive. So I I went back several months ago, sent an email and said, hey, here are some thoughts that I had. Can we have a discussion, right? Can we kind of have a, a conversation and make sure, do these need to be adjusted? What do we need to do? So today's topic is going to be about the process of the beginning of creating core values to how we, you know, how we live them out now in, in the dietitian boss universe, right? In the culture of the, the company that Yaw is a big part of, you know, creating a big part of that effort. So I thought maybe you could just list out what the core values are now, and then we can talk a little bit about how we came to the decision of, of using those specific values. Yeah. And before we kick it off, I think value is a word that we throw around a lot, but don't often sit with what it really means. It's a very, very important word in the dictionary. 
it's principles. It's the standard of behavior. And when we sat down to think about these values, I was really excited because I knew that this was going to set the tone for how we operate, how we help others. And when we landed on the importance of that, which is having that standard, we came up with growth, balance, customer, team, and philanthropy. And again, without any context, one would think, great, thanks for sharing those words, but what does it mean? And the one thing that's very unique about the Dietitian Boss Company Values is that we also took the time to really explain what it means when we say growth, philanthropy, team, balance, and customer. So it wasn't just generic, because it's very easy to say, okay, I've got some company values up on the website, kind of ticking a box. And as you and I both know, the whole team knows, we're really big on actually living our truth and really sharing things of value, literally, and not just having things to tick a box. So growth for us is that we are all structuring our work environment to continuously support those that join the program, as well as supporting our own self-improvement, which I think is very unique to our values that we have a perspective that looks internal as well as external. Philanthropy, Again, another one that people can say, oh, you're just kind of giving to organizations, but no, it's even more specific than that. It's uplifting those around us in our community, our business, and making sure that our time is going to causes that are very close to our heart. So it's not just giving just to give, it's actually giving with purpose and intention. And each of us on the team has various causes that we're passionate about and being able to be able to laud and applaud each of those things that we're interested in is a very unique thing to this company. And then balance is also another one that I think is awesome, especially the era of remote work. And we're also teaching the people within our program how to actually balance this as well. It's learning how to work remotely with their own clients. So for us, it's learning how to support each other during work hours and having a healthy balance outside of work. And when it comes to customer, this is one that I would say next to team or some of the two that we've been looking at most closely over the last four, 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 six months for customer. It's that we understand that the clients that are in our program, they need to make sure that they know that we're dedicated to their success. And everything we do is a reflection of that from our, our comments, from the way that we respond and show up on social media, that they can see that we're truly dedicated to them. And then team, which would be the second highest thing that we've really focused on recently, is showing that we actually collaborate kindly and positively with our clients as we support their growth in this new unchartered territory that's entrepreneurship. Yeah, that's beautiful. Thank you, y'all. So to take a moment and discuss what it looked like, I just want to break down how we got to this point. And I love that y'all, how you explain that it's easy to just post them up right on a poster on your website. What's challenging is to live out those values and to make sure that what you're listing as a core value is true to the company. And I just want to give a little background. It's important to establish core values so that there's an energy in the company for internally, the staff knows what to expect and we can all be in alignment and be happy and enjoy the work we do. And then also we're attracting clients that know that this is how we operate. So it's really a higher level of branding as well. As we expand and staff up and hire more people in the company as we grow, because that is a goal of Dietitian Boss, we hire aligned people who fit our philosophy and who really care about customer and want to work together as a team, because that's what we've done and what we've built together and established. 
at the you know earlier stages of expanding uh, the methodology and how we help clients. So I just want to explain that I mentioned in ingest that I kind of threw them together and then realized I needed to make them more inclusive, which is true, right? That was my way of getting started. I just kind of put it out there and then said, wait a minute, it's a much larger conversation. <laughs> and so we had a series of meetings. And so I want to talk about that briefly. And I want to talk about how y'all added so much value. And part of the reason I wanted her on the episode today is because she made some significant feedback that I think has really helped the company bake in the core values, which helps get the culture clear so that everybody's, you know, drumming on the same beat. And then again, when we hire, we're all aligned. That's the goal is for that clarity and consistency in the midst of growth. And so we had two meetings. The first, I want to say two or three, at least. The first meeting was, okay, yeah, two. Uh, The first meeting was, how do these initial core values look? Because I think I had some slightly different ones versus how far off are we, right? Because I think some of the initial ones I had were results and they weren't necessarily, it's not about right or wrong, right? It's about alignment. And I think they might've been more aligned for me as an individual, but not necessarily the team as a whole. So we had to really sit and discuss where are we now and what represents us together and really have an inclusive conversation. Do you have any thoughts about that before I I share a little bit about how we went from my idea to what I want to get to, which is what we do to to create community around around these values and internally. Yeah, I guess the one thing I would like to add, I think, especially for any new business owner kind of listening to this and hearing our process, that it's important to know that you're not going to recognize what your core values are, because it's usually just you. And, you know, the, the company obviously grew so massively in 2020. And I think what was really cool is that the values that we're talking about are the active ones, not the aspirational values, which I think was a really important piece. The ones before, I would say, were not necessarily closely aligned with our customer. Like we had customer service versus customer before. I remember that was a really key change. And we really wanted to make sure that the ones we had were actively aligned with the experience that people could expect not only working with us, but also being on the team. And I was really excited to go through this process. I'm glad to hear that. And I'm thrilled that you've been a part of this process. It's, you know, you've helped create these core values, which is super special, right? Because it's, that's what a team is all about. It's getting a perspective and seeing things I might not see because we all have different roles in the company. And so that's the idea is you come together and and can really experience, share what's going on and, and where we're headed and make sure that we're correcting things, whether it's something like verbiage or whether it's, you know, placement, or maybe we have to throw out a couple of values that just didn't quite fit and that's okay. So from the first to the second meeting, the first meeting, I think it was kind of 80% there where we had taken out a couple of old values. And I initially kind of didn't get the exercise correct. So I had made the core values more about the clients. I didn't quite understand the, which I'll admit, you know, I make mistakes all the time and I, I kind of made the values about clients and less about the team. So I totally missed the exercise. Core value should be about how the team functions. So once that was clear, we eliminated a couple low hanging fruit from there. And then we had a second meeting to make sure we went around and everybody added input in the team and had a discussion about why we think this value should stay or shouldn't. And maybe if something was a little bit more aspirational, how soon could we get that baked in more? And did it really fit? And is that where we're going sooner than later? And then finally, we added a little subtext 
and then updated a graphic that our designer made and put it on the website and refreshed it. And this is our announcement, right? For, for what those values are and this associated subtext. Because again, there's a lot more clarity now that these core values are how we operate internally as a team to then externally give consistent value to our clients so they know what to expect. Definitely, 100%. I think it was really important that we, we looked at it from that perspective of doing things from the inside out. You know, it's kind of funny. We we often hear that thrown around, like, what does it mean to really do things from the inside out? But it really matters for us, especially being remote, that we all understand what we have to do day in and day out as we show up for our students on calls and in Facebook groups and obviously on social media platforms, like making sure we were were there. So I, I was really excited that we not only got to give insight into the subtext, but also rank them. And like actually express like why we thought one was important versus another. I believe one of them was accountability was one of them from before. And we were like, okay, how do we weave that in? And when it became like unnatural or slightly kind of in this aspirational space, you're like, yeah, maybe we can think about that in the future. But if it doesn't feel like reasonable to implement, then it would come off as we were being disingenuous. And of course, the whole expectation is that we can look at them, we can live them, we can breathe them and can clearly communicate them. So I really appreciate that we had this process of subtracting and adding. But for the most part, it was great to see that we had, you know, a few remain like growth. I was really excited that we we kept that one in philanthropy. Those are really important ones. And yeah, I think a lot of people should start thinking about values when you start getting closer to that point of expanding and growing a team. And also getting that feedback from those change makers and shareholders on your company that are going to be instrumental in helping shape can be a really valuable assignment or task that you can have for all of your staff to take part in. Absolutely. And if that feels like a, a, you know, a little bit heavy for you, I think a good way to, a good place to start is your personal values and just thinking Mm -hmm. through that has to do with the work we do in our program with our clients the personal values that our clients have about you know, whether it's accessibility or what, whatever they, you know, something related to food freedom or weight loss or combination or however they resonate with their clients. That is the beginning of what we're talking about now. So the core values and involving the team is kind of like a 301, right? But the 101 level would be how do you align personally? How is that baked into your process and your marketing. And then as you expand, you know, how is your, you internally, and then ideally your team, how are they carrying out those principles with consistency? Cause your clients want that continuity. That's what makes a brand. And that's, what's going to make people feel comfortable and feel like they're getting that consistent feedback and result. And that's really going to help you scale. And that's the goal of this company is, is to scale with consistency. So it's really important that we have these regular discussions. Definitely. And I want to talk about something that you helped a lot with. So just full circle with this story, I put something together. I totally missed the mark on the exercise, which is fine because I, you know, I openly admitted that we corrected it. And then we had a couple of discussions where everybody was involved, thought about, you know, if, if two values were too closely related, can we come up with examples? We did subtext. I mean, that we took it fairly seriously. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and then the last piece was at some point you and I were talking about feedback and how we can create better culture in the midst of not only like being a virtual company in COVID, but we do have team members on different time zones from around the world. And sometimes it can be challenging because we're also working with advisors 
And so we've got regular meetings with them, which is fantastic. And then we've got meetings with management and then we've got meetings with coach. There's a lot of meetings. Okay. A lot of meetings, a lot of content, a lot of due dates. So how can we possibly connect without overdoing it? Right. And so you had suggested, I think, I don't remember if it was off the cuff or informal, something about an internal newsletter. Do you want to kind of lend some perspective about that scenario? Because I, I want to go full circle to how important I think of a recommendation that was. Yeah, definitely. So as I was noting earlier, since the company did grow really fast in 2020, I don't think Libby, if you were sitting around the same time last year, you could imagine how many people that you would hire on as employees and contractors. And with a team of this size, and as she stated, with the various time zones and someone's in South Africa on the advisory board, it's often difficult with a fast-paced company such as ours to catch everything, and especially if you're not on a regular call with someone. So the internal newsletter came about to create some sense of continuity and a semblance of having basically like a virtual office feeling, so to speak, where we kind of knew what was happening in the various departments. And a big part of being able to have this value system actually affords us an opportunity to have a more structured and streamlined company newsletter. Because by having um, the values woven in, when we're looking to mention something that's happening internally or externally, we can focus on one of those values and say, this is a great example of this value this week that I'd like to share. Someone on the team was did a great job like showing this value this week. So instead of it kind of being just a a mixed bag of responses, the internal newsletter has acted as a unifying form of communication for everyone on the team, but it also allows us to constantly reiterate the values over and over. And since we are new to having a various values outline, especially for our team, there's quite a few of them, but having a newsletter allows us to keep repeating them, keep like understanding why they're important, allowing us to dig a little bit deeper when we're looking at our interactions with customers to say like, okay, if we know that philanthropy, customer, and all these other ones are values, how can I do better when responding to people? And it also allows us to really get a good sense of, are we really on the right path of like living the truth of the value? So it's been a really great process to get these, you know, five to 10 minute messages summarizing the happenings and then being able to be reminded of the values that we're working to fulfill and show our customers every day. So that was a great recap. And I want to just give you hundred percent credit because yeah, you were the one that suggested the internal newsletter. I don't remember if I was the one that thought about taking the core values and baking them into the newsletter. I honestly can't remember, but you were the one though, that suggested the, the newsletter. And so what I did is I thought, okay, we have the core values, right? So growth, balance, customer team, and philanthropy, there's five that we obviously had a process for coming for you know, deciding on. So then every week in the newsletter, which has only been about maybe three weeks now, it's pretty new. I do a little Zoom video and I take each value and then I highlight each you know, in staff member per value. So if somebody is, deserves recognition because they're doing something exceptional in one area, we'll highlight that. For example, uh, somebody is volunteering their time or money, they'll get recognized for philanthropy or if one of our clients is donating time or money, She'll, we can recognize them as well. But the, the emphasis of the newsletter is really for em- employees and staff, but we also, you know, the customers do get weaved in as well, especially if we've got something like customers or core value. And I know y'all highlighted one of our, our clients making a huge breakthrough and having just this realization 
and almost somewhat of an affirmation in, the, in our private Facebook group. And y'all highlighted it. I believe if we don't have a Slack channel now for the newsletter, I think we need to, we talked about it, but some kind of a, a mechanism for me to capture and put them in a receptacle so that the newsletter is a little video of me going core value one at a time. There's only five. And then thinking through how can we highlight one staff member per value every single week? And ideally we'll start recognizing each other and that's what's happening. So Sarah, our operations coach is recognizing you for helping her, you know, with the training. And then I'm recognizing another staff member because she went on vacation and highlighting how amazing is that to be tropical, right? And so we're all kind of highlighting each other and recognizing one another to build on the, the core value so it becomes baked in. And it is a new process. And of course, we're still trying to tighten up the newsletter so it can be nice and efficient, but I think it's a good beginning to baking in the culture. A hundred percent. It's so important that we have those values consistently repeated because a lot of times, you know, you can kind of hear them every once in a blue moon. Maybe it's like a quarterly meeting or like an annual meeting. I've been at companies where, you know, it's somewhere on a wall in the break room, but you don't really embody it. And it's so important that the company really has taken ownership of it for me because I feel like it makes me feel more a part of something as it does for everyone else on the team because the beliefs of the management and the staff allows us to have a roadmap and a flashlight to really guide how we really communicate, as I mentioned, in our actions and our behaviors and decisions, which has been really helpful in terms of being able to show up differently for the people in the program. That's so beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. And then just to take it one level further, one of our values, philanthropy, that's something that there's a lot of opportunity for the, our company to hone in on that. And that's something that I'd like to dial in more this year. There's been discussions about, okay, how do we want to make that into the company? Do we want to do VTO, volunteer time off? Do we want to have a matching process where I match a certain percentage if you want to donate that to a charity of your choice? And, or maybe we could discuss any one of the staff members that want to, you know, volunteer for underserved communities and talk about social media, right? Represent our message and maybe you know, earmark some time where we can represent the company in, in terms of volunteer time. So there's all kinds of policies and thoughts that I have in mind. And so the, the newsletter gives me a forum to just ask, how do you feel about that? Would, would you like to vote on that? Or I've got a good friend of mine that um, does a, a giving plan, an annual giving plan, and she's volunteered to actually run a meeting for us and share what that looks like in quarter two for the company. So these are ideas that I run by the team and ask them, what do you want? How does this feel? You know, do we want to table this? Do we want to um, implement it yet? Maybe we have to move it over to quarter four, or maybe we can start, you know, dabbling sooner, but it's a way to really stay true and aligned with the newsletter. And then it's not just the newsletter. There's other ways on our meetings that we have with our advisory board. We bring up culture as well. So it is a constant thread in the company. But I think that recognition gets staff to think of, for me, what I'd like to see is, is people, our, our staff, that are empowering and recognizing other staff members. That's ultimately, that's a sign of success, I think. Yeah, I think it's so great. I'm so excited for us to entertain the idea of the volunteering time off, especially in the era of COVID. We're noticing, you know, the social aspect is so important. So any way we can connect socially, whether it's volunteering is important now more than ever. And there's never been a greater time for more companies to really stand behind more efforts of their employees to give back in this really meaningful way. 
It's a way to foster relationships, put roots in the community. It can't always just be about numbers, just getting out there and being a part of humanity and really being able to give a part of yourself for just a very small slither of time. It's going to magnify in terms of its impact. I think everyone should always consider chances to volunteer whenever possible, whether it's VTO or not, you can never go wrong with that. So I'm really excited to see how this develops. I'm happy to hear that. And like, it's just fulfilling, right? It just like yeah. feels so good to give back. I think it's one of the, for me, one of the most rewarding feelings is to help people in need and whether it's time or money, because philanthropy, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people think it just means you're giving back your money, but it, it does yeah. mean time or money. And that's a discussion we had earlier as well when we we're talking about core values which is fun, right? Really, truly understand connotation, denotation of some of these words and how we live them out. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah, I just want to say it has been incredible and rewarding to have you be a part of this process and to reflect on it and to see that there's opportunities to improve it, but that we have a foundation. And so you've been a big part of that. And I appreciate your suggestions and your feedback. Anything that you want to end with today on on today's episode? I would just like to end with You know, we are really excited to have these values because it's allowed us also to think more creatively and how we improve the program because by us knowing what makes us work internally, we can then be more creative and more forthcoming and giving in the ways that we level up the program. So I'm really excited to see the program develop as we develop internally because it's only going to seep out and provide more value to those who join. Love it. Absolutely love it. Thank you, y'all. It's been a pleasure having you on today. If you are inspired by this episode, click subscribe so we can fill your library with encouragement each week. Every day, your potential clients are searching online for professionals like you with the hopes of finding the right person who can make a genuine impact on their well-being and life. Join my group coaching program and follow the Dietitian Boss Method. You will be surrounded by other amazing dietitian bosses from around the world who will be there to cheer you on, support you, give you feedback, and provide you a spark for new ideas, all while following the proven dietitian boss method. You will be able to share your successes and struggles with people who get it. Book a call with my team to learn how you can become your own boss. Mm-hmm.